Before we start this podcast, I want to definitely remind you of a sponsor for Fresh of the Word, 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. In a world of wrestling where there's hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. So if you'd like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or even Zubaz, then drop them a line at 20by20apparel.com. That's the number 20x, the number 20apparel.com. And also check out their enamel pin line. It's super cool. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bummy, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yell about it though. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my grindin' shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kids, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my essence. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 Welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. And like always, we have the freshest guests for this podcast. And I hope you are staying safe in the middle, middle of this global pandemic known as the coronavirus, COVID-19. And that's it. Save your racist terms about this virus to yourself. Clear it out of your memory because you're being a piece of shit. Be safe, stay inside, wash your hands, pay attention to the guidelines. And if we bunk, bunker down, we'll be out of this in no time. Hopefully. But like I said, we always have the freshest guests on Fresh to the Word. And I have somebody on this episode that I've become friends with. And I love her to death. She is such a joy to talk to. She was a joy to talk to on this episode. It was a while back that we talked to her, I think back in December, but I finally getting around to to releasing this episode, this interview, and it's with uh, Jerry Janae, the woman behind the art pop doo-wop experimental project Emergency Tiara, who released her album Unsophisticated Circus last fall. She's Tokyo-born, lives in New York City, she's an artist all the way around, she's, she has a cute dog. I love uh, her Instagram. I love her visuals. A lot of bright colors. During this interview, we talked about the new album, Japanese culture, gender identity, her artistic upbringing, the visuals of her projects, touring with the Go-Go's Belinda Carlisle, her joy of reading books, and so much more. So without further ado, 
Let's get into my interview with my new friend, Jerry Janae, who is also known as Emergency Tierra. I remember um, just, you know, getting a uh, press release uh, from your publicist a while back. And it was just like when I first saw you, I'm like, yo, this woman looks interesting. You know, let me let me check her out, man. Like she looks like she's like my type of person. And I started listening to the to the new single, whatever single it was at that time. And I was just like, oh, I love her. I'm like, yeah, I got to get got to get her on the podcast and like. It's been a little while, and we finally made it happen. I'm super psyched to talk with you. You just seem so interesting. Oh, my God. I Now you're putting the pressure on me. I hope I can tell you something interesting, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. You have a lot. You have a lot of interesting things to talk about. You, you look like a very interesting woman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so... You have uh, your uh, new album out uh, under the the moniker Emergency Tiara. You know it's called yeah. uh, Unsophisticated Circus. And yeah. what you know when I listen to it, you know, and then I you know read some of the descriptions about it and things that other people say, you know, I I, I see a reoccurring theme, and that's about being authentic and just trying to, you know bring that true self out, you know, like what's your thoughts of just about, you know, what, what you wanted to bring out with this album and with this moniker of, uh, emergency tiara. Um, first of all, this album is, you know, our debut album. So it's just like, um, we put literally songs that represent different sides of emergency tiara. Um, so when I say true, true self, I never really mean like one form of human being, right? Like we, uh, we have emotions, we have moods, we have all sorts of things that make us different and unique, but also different and unique every day. We are not exactly the same person every day, I feel. Yeah. Uh, so I hope that my music shows a little bit of who I am in a different ways, many different ways. And, and of course, in each song, I do have the message as I explained, I really want people to be just, you know, I, I want people to be more comfortable being who they truly are. And of course, I want the society to just make it easier for us. Um, like, I think it just comes both ways. The world isn't necessarily made easy for certain people to be who they are without feeling like they're going to be judged or be right. uh, hated. But at the end of the day, I'm like, by the way, can I cross on this podcast? Oh, go ahead, cross? yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm just, I feel like just fuck it. If people want to judge you, let them judge. I mean, and people want to hate you, let them hate you. They don't even know who you are. Um, so they're judging you based on nothing, basically. Yeah. So just be you and... 
that way I think you meet more people that who are obviously just who are not attracted to you in the most genuine sense. Right. And it's like you were kind of saying that like every day you're kind of like a different person. And the problem that we have in our society and our culture is that, you know, there's so many like, you know, norms, you know, societal norms that people try to put on you. And exactly. and as someone, you know, and if someone just feels different on a daily basis, it's really kind of hard to swim those you know, swim those channels in life, you know, when you just feel like you're going to be judged if you go, you know, you're, you're a little outside the box one day, you know? Exactly. And, you know, I'm just being myself. <laughs> it's, uh, this is the only way I know how to be um, if I don't try to fit into the, what society expects me to help society want me to be um and yeah so deal with it (laughs) (laughs) right and and that's something that i've definitely struggled with with um during my you know especially my adulthood was just feeling you know feeling all these different versions of me and they would just you know one day it might be one way one day it might be the other but i feel like like now I'm starting to understand it more because uh, like yeah. right now um, I'm like in the middle of, you know, coming out as queer and, right. and also like non-binary <laughs> gender identity. And it's, and I'm someone who like still, pre- you know, still prefers to date women, but like, I feel like both from a, um, you know, a sexual identity standpoint and a gender identity standpoint like things change on a regular basis with me it's like a you know it's like a wave it's like so I'm a different person depending on when you see me you know sometimes my you know male energies are high sometimes my like female energies are high so it just like it's it's really freeing when you can finally like be comfortable enough to sort of you know, ride that wave. Absolutely. And, you know, this world also loves to put label on you. Yeah. But, I mean, again, it's beautiful that you change daily and some days you feel this way, some days you feel the other way. And, yeah, because we are also who we are by nature of who being who we are, but also reflection of other people that you have around. Yes. So I'm, I feel definitely a little bit more like, um, how do you call it? Like a sassy and like flirty when I'm just hanging out with my gay husbands because the energy is just so, um, contagious and, just also feel like I can be the way I want to be around them rather than like, Oh no, this is not who I am. Oh yeah. And that's, that's what made things easier for me is that I, I, 
I finally got around a group of friends, had a stronger, you know, friend base that made me more comfortable to explore these parts of me that I was scared to explore before. And, you know, everybody's cool with it. You know, I've told all my close friends and it's, and it's made it a lot easier than like sort of the friendships that I had before. So yeah, like being around, you know, the people that you have around you can definitely help with, you know, where you want to, you know, explore those energies. Definitely. And yeah, and you only need those people if you put out who you genuinely, authentically are, and they'll be attracted to and come to your life. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm, <laughs> and it feels good these days, you know, and, so and, good. and now I get to talk to awesome people like you. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> you're amazing yourself. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, kind of let's you know, kind of go back a little bit. I, you know, I see that you know you were born in Tokyo, and I see like uh you know that you you had there's you know certain things about the Japanese culture that really. Um, kind of lent itself to what you're doing these days you know what was like uh you know growing up in japan like you know and how does that how did that sort of make you the woman that you are right now um it's been how do i say so i always felt a bit out of place when i was in japan um culturally there's a little bit more misogynistic tendencies over there than New York. Um, And women don't speak up their minds so much. And there's also a really strong sense of what women should be. And I never agreed with it. (laughs) (laughs) It It was an interesting part of my life that I think I've been okay, but I never felt, I felt like a little claustrophobic being in Japan. Yeah. That I feel like a trapped in one, uh, the imagery that doesn't, that's not quite myself. Uh, but it made my life easier because you know, I blend in. So I, that was, I guess, the, the struggle side of um, the time when I was in Japan. But also, you know, it's a beautiful culture. It's a, as I think many people know, it's a very respectful uh, culture who is filled with the people who are actually super mindful and considerate to others. So it's like a like a weird, um, you know, like ironic thing because people are very considerate to others. Therefore, they push the idea of what's good for the others. And that's kind of making the other person's life harder, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's again, it was, um, I learned... I guess I didn't, and I didn't realize 
any of those things until I moved to the States. And, you know, then I had something to compare with uh, to actually realize the beauty and the struggle of being in Japan and growing up in Japan. But did I answer that question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did, you, um, <laughs> did you feel less claustrophobic when you moved to the States? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say general, gen, like overall state, but like Boston, New York are the two cities I have lived in and I feel I can be just myself and either no one cares or, you know, right. people, people don't judge me the way people did in Japan. So, what do you feel I like you were being judged about back in Japan? Well, I, first of all, I speak my mind, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which is not so welcomed quality, especially being a woman. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I, I can't, I can't keep my mouth shut when I have something (laughs) I want to say, I say it. Yeah. Um, You seem like somebody let that would be that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I try not to be rude, but I still want to just communicate and I want to express. And I, you know, I'm okay if the other person disagrees, but I don't think I even got to the point where, as I was growing up. It's like just the fact that I'm expressing um, my thoughts in a very open way people are like whoa 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 that's that's not cool um or like you know how i dress is um now i have a buzzed pink hair (laughs) (laughs) and that's not quite a norm so just because i have buzzed pink hair people just assume i'm a little crazy When did you uh, when did you first start getting like the bug, you know, the interest to to do music? My whole life, I, I've been singing since I was very little. My mom said I started to sing even before I started to talk. So, <laughs> and yeah, my whole life. Yeah, instead of crying, you were just singing. You know, you had your I, your cries were in pitch. Exactly. I was singing since I was little. I was making my brother learn this, like, a quote-unquote choreography that I came up with and made him practice it with me so that we could showcase it to our parents and grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I see that you uh, you went to Berklee College of Music. You're uh, classically, yeah. classically trained in voice and piano. You know, what are... Mm-hmm. You know, why did you go that route? Uh, route, like, I mean, the school or the state? Um, Yeah, well, um, you know, what was your interest in going to school at Berkeley? And then, you know, what was your interest in, uh, you know, being trained in, uh, you know, voice and piano, you know? Um, So initially, I moved to the state 
because my mom wanted to live abroad when she was a younger age, but my grandmother, her mother, wouldn't let her do it. So my mom suggested for me to move abroad, and, and she was like, if you do it, you can go to any school you want. I'll support you to go to school. So I was like, oh, then I'm going to study music. So it's like um, I didn't really like. Oh, I'm gonna go to a, I'm gonna go abroad and study music. Um, but I always did and do love um, going to school, honing my skill, just just working on my craft. I definitely do believe in um, education, schools, and. My case is that since I had this great opportunity to work on my voice, I was also a songwriting major at Berkeley, that I think just more you get, more you work on your uh, skills and tools and craft, more freedom you get when you are actually to express what's on your mind. It's like a less block thing between you and the outcome, I think. Yeah. You know, with this Emergency Tierra project, you know, you have this very much, you know, doo-wop sound with it. And then you, mm-hmm. you you have the, you know, the visuals to go with it. You know, you have a very 60s fashion style and yeah. all your, you know, the visuals, the, the pictures and the videos and everything all look, you know, fantastic. You know, what was sort Thank of you. like, well, yeah, you're welcome. What was sort <laughs> of like the, uh, you know, the, the process, the ideas, you know, going through creating this project? Well, um, I think this project definitely evolved over this past seven years of doing it. Um, I just, I didn't really have any, like, a, the idea of this brand when I started it, except the fact that I'm just going to make it as authentic as possible to who I am. Right. So it was, it's like a, it's like, it's been a journey of also self-discovery and figuring out the best ways to express myself so you're just like hey these are the things i like let's try them out and see what sticks pretty much yeah <laughs> i mean i just threw everything i like i'm like let's make it work <laughs> <laughs> was there anything that you learned about yourself during that process oh my god so much i <laughs> i thought I was a little bit more like a uh, reserved person. Very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I am way sassier than I thought. Um, I have so much opinion than I thought. <laughs> and yeah, it's, I do, there are some things that I think I kind of had a feeling that was part of me. But for instance, like I am super curious about just 
people, period. I, I just want to know about people and that fascination just became more surface that like when people are being mean to you, like instead of I take it personally and get offended, I'm just curious. I'm like, what makes this person act this way? So there's like a little like human psychology uh, interest definitely came more to the surface of who I am throughout this ET project. You know, being someone who grew up in Japan feeling claustrophobic, you know, what does this project, you know, bring out of you? Freedom. Freedom. It's it's nice that it's because it's my own project, so it's my responsibility that if I do well or if I fuck up, no one can no one can judge me. It's my it's my world, so I can just be really fully, truly myself, and don't feel limited by other people is, I think, the biggest thing that came out from this project for me. And, you know, I met amazing group of people uh, throughout this project, and I think the connection that I feel with them is very genuine because what I'm putting out is very genuine. Yeah, that's that's such a great thing when you're finally, you know, feel comfortable in yourself and you find that freedom yeah. to be more of yourself. It um it, it attracts the people that you re- the type of people that you want in your life. Yes, and I I'm so happy to have the people that I have in my life. How long have you been doing this emergency tiara project? I started about seven years ago, just me, and I had been writing with my co-writer, Carrie, who is based in the UK. She's from Malta. Okay. And I met my producer, Dave Cole. He's also my drummer and also the MD of the band seven years ago. And just since then, we've been working on this music together uh, finding our sound. So yeah, very good seven years. <laughs> when did you realize that this project, you know, might have some legs and might, you know, be something that you could do for a little while? I don't know if I still realize that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, you know, doing baby steps every day and yeah, see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I see that you uh, you were on tour with the Go-Go's, uh, uh, Go-Go's Belinda Carlisle. You know, how yes. was that tour? I was loving my dream. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was so amazing. It's just um, the, one of the most, like, legit thing that we did that felt like, wow, this is, how it feels like to be a professional musician. (laughs) Um, And before the tour, 
so many people told me like a horror story of like a being an opener on tour. Like you might not be treated well. You might not have like any sound check. You might not have like a green room. So that、like, you might have to change in the bathroom. All those like you know little stories. Yeah. But tour with Belinda was nothing like that. She is probably one of the nicest people I have ever met in the most genuine sense. She is super kind. She's very caring and. You know the team is team only becomes and as good as its leader and her team is also fantastic. Her team, her management, her band, everyone was so so kind to us and super caring and super welcome welcoming and and building us. So it was just an amazing four weeks to be able to travel through the UK and Ireland, and to get to know Belinda and her people. It was just I I don't know I can't think of words to express how happy and grateful I am with that experience. Was there anything that you learned on that tour that? You'd be able to, you know, sort of use on your own project. Well, I mean, so many things.、Um, I don't. I. There's only so little distance between me and the project, so. So、um, maybe it might sound more like just apply to myself. Yes. But like how. Again, like how Belinda was and is to the people around her, and she's a legend. She's a legendary singer from, you know, one of the biggest female female bands ever.、Uh, and still, she's just like so kind and respectful to others, and including to us. And we are, you know, we're nobody.、Um, But、uh, it just—it's a life lesson that I, I want to be like her when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of、um, you know the music that you do, you know,、mm-hmm. uh, you know, what do you do、uh, just to have fun, or what? What's in your personal interests? Wow,、um, it's. <laughs> Music. I love what I do with Emergency Tiara, so it's really hard for me not to do Emergency Tiara when I'm even when I'm not touring. Like I'm thinking about what I can do next, or what kind of song I can write, or what kind of outfit we can wear. <laughs>、uh, that's one of my favorite things to do. But I think main thing that I love is to read a book. Okay, I love.、It. Yeah, <laughs> very basic, but. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of books do you like? You know, what's something you've read recently? Well,、um, I that, so that's that that's my only moment in my recent life that I have connection with my Japanese culture, and I often read Japanese books. And my favorite author is Haruki Murakami. Okay. 
uh, his, many of his books have been translated in English. And actually, many of my friends here also said that they love uh, Haruki Murakami books. So I read his books like repeatedly. Some of the books I read like 20 times. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if there was something from your life or career, you know, that anybody listening to this interview could sort of project into their own life, sort of a lesson or a nugget of knowledge, you know, what would that be? Well, um, I feel so humble. Like, I don't know if I'm in the place to be able to give lessons, but just be kind, be kind to people, even the people that you never met kind and you know again it just sounds so basic but it's basic for reasons I think it's just kindness means I think more than actually um, feel sometimes like when you receive the kindness I think has maybe more meanings than actually you're putting out the kindness and being kind is easy, so let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, you know, what's next for you and the Emergency Tierra um, project? You know, uh, anything that you got coming up? Uh, we have another single coming up uh, in December. We don't have the exact date yet, but uh, that's coming out. We have music video coming out. Um, we have a few more shows this year. We are doing some shows, which I'm very excited about. We get to do a lot of Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love holidays. It's sparkly and <laughs> And then, you know, next year, we're just going to keep doing what we do, like a tours uh, U.S. UK. Um, hopefully, we can release a bunch more music and yeah, just meet more people. <laughs> right. It's yeah. yeah, I hope you do a US tour and, and come somewhere near uh, Detroit, Michigan, where I'm at. That'd be amazing. Yes. Yeah, I would love to see you perform and I would love to meet you. Oh my God, I'd love to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of, uh, you know, close things out, um, I always like, you know, asking this question. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, you know, ask it in every interview, but, you know, when there's cool people like you, I definitely <laughs> like to ask it. Who is somebody that, that you know, uh, somebody maybe from your life or career, that I could, uh, that you would suggest for this podcast that I could uh, realistically, um, you know, get on the podcast to interview that would have some great stories to talk about. Of course. I, I, you know, I can't think of so many people. I've been very lucky. I've been, I have so many great people in my life, but these uh, two boys, uh, this is, they are a couple. I uh, hope you can figure out the time difference, but they live in Japan. They are, they both models okay. uh, and DJ. They 
one is from Korea, one is from Japan, um, and they are they are one of the most positive energies to have around. And although, you know, I'm sure they have gone through a lot. Being um, being gay in Japan is in Korea is not the the you know the easiest thing just yet, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, they being they being really open about it, and I know so many people have been encouraged by them for, for them being who they are, regardless of what some people might say. Okay. So Taiki Taiki and Noah are their names, and they're wonderful. How do you how do you spell that? Taiki is T A I K I. Wait, T A I K Y. K I. Okay, I. And Noah is Noah N O A H. And Noah speaks fluent uh, English and maybe German. So um, if you were to interview him in German, <laughs> he doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah it's been um it's been great to talk with you um a lot of great you stories um you're, you're just a joy to talk to uh so thank you for taking the time out to talk with me thank you so much for having me and i hope there was something that you and some people can take it with them and oh no problem useful. And before we get out of here, um, where can people go online to get more information about you, Emergency Tierra, and, and everything that you're up to? I think the best way is our Instagram at Emergency Tierra, all one word. Hey, yo, thank you for listening to this episode of Fresh is the Word, hosted and produced by myself, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, empowered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash fresh is the word. Intro theme music by Foulmouth, Shimmy Bango, and Knox Money. Fresh of the Word is available on all major streaming platforms. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you want to support Fresh of the Word, please consider pledging via Patreon at patreon.com slash fresh of the word. Follow Fresh of the Word on social media on Twitter at Fresh of the Pod, on Instagram at Fresh of the Word Podcast, and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash fresh the word. For more information about Fresh is the Word and our other podcasts, Breaking Records and Renaissance Soul, and a collection of pop culture articles and reviews, please visit freshisthepodcast.com. Thank you for listening and your support. Goodbye and good night. Fresh, 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 fresh is the Word.